This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Where Sean Levine will step into the cage with Brendan Tobin in Are You Gonna Fight Me? I'm gonna fight your here on Tapped Out. That's right, fight me like a man. Only on the BetQL Network. You know the rules. I want a good, clean fight. When I tell you to break, I want you to step back out my command and break. Now go back to the corner and come out fighting at the bell. All right, BT, I'll meet you in the middle of the octagon. Put your gloves on. It's time to throw down, my guy. You're going to fight me if I say you're Miami Dolphins. Y'all ain't going to make the playoffs. You're going to miss the playoffs completely after that great start. You going to fight me? Uh, all right, dude. Okay. I see how you want to start off uh, the new year. What's up, bro? Yeah, we're making the playoffs. Dude, Teddy B's Teddy B, hometown kid tomorrow with two on <laughs> concussion protocol again. It's going to take out. First of all, the Patriots don't even want to be in the playoffs. Let's be honest about it, dude. They like You got Bill Belichick. He wants to be down here on his stupid boat, nine cheats or whatever the hell it's named. They all hate Mac Jones. Teddy Bridgewater is going to get them. Get a little win, you know. We'll ease on in, and let, it looks like it's gonna be a little KC showdown, dude. All that talk, you guys, uh, you guys all hating on Tyreek Hill before the season has his best season of his career, by the way. And uh, you know you're nervous about him walking to Arrowhead and beating you guys. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, I am nervous about Miami coming into Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs. I am nervous about Tyreek Hill putting up the peace sign at Arrowhead in Dolphins uniform. Here's the problem: last time I checked, you have to make the playoffs to play in that game. Right, so when y'all miss the playoffs completely, y'all ain't coming in there. Somebody else is, and the Chiefs still have a chance to be the one seed, by the way, and not play that That's first true. game. Just to correct you completely, so I'm not saying I'm just saying there's a lot riding on the line, especially coming up on Monday Night Football. Man, you want to talk about fantasy football players biting their fingernails, and I'm one of them. Monday Night Football, it's going to come down to everything, right? Buffalo versus Cincinnati. If Cincinnati wins and they're still alive for the one seed, Cincinnati also has Baltimore right behind them in the standings. Buffalo wins out. They're the one seed. Like, man, that game has – who are you liking that game? Man, Buffalo's got my respect just because, you know, that, that Josh Allen just feels like he could turn it on whenever he wants. Um, I feel like this, the Bengals need things to be a little bit more perfect, although they do have way more weapons. Uh, that dude, that dude number 17 is just unstoppable, no matter the elements, no matter what. So I'm going to roll with them to win that one. And I think they will uh, clinch that one seed. But man, this is a, this is, this AFC is not disappointed. It's been a very fun year. And I do feel like the playoffs aren't going to disappoint either. I think it's going to be a really fun playoffs with the Dolphins in it, dude. Well, I wish your boy too, and nothing but the best health. We'll yeah, see exactly that when he do. comes back. No, I do. I do. That being said, 
You're going to fight me if I tell you that Tom Brady's going to be a quarterback next year. Um, I'm going to fight you on just because they already got busted tampering on him. So I feel like if you were to tell me like two is not going to be the quarterback next year, which I think he will. I think that he's, he's earned that. I think he's had a really, really good year that this whole health thing sucks, but I think the Tom Brady ship has sailed. If you told me there was going to be a crazy scenario of who was going to be the quarterback next year, I would say more likely hometown kid trade Lamar Jackson would be like the crazy dolphins move if a move was going to happen. But no, I think the Tom Brady thing and, and the owner, the guy who had the piece of it, Bruce Beal, not to get too inside football on everybody. Now he's like not going to be the uh, the owner in waiting anymore. Stephen Ross just passing the team on. Like Stephen Ross was not happy about getting punished with that. He was very embarrassed. And the guy who got it basically busted on it is going to face repercussions. And that kind of is going to put the whole Tom Brady thing to rest. Let's stick with the NFL here for a couple minutes and we'll get back into the octagon. You're going to fight me if I tell you that Minnesota – is the the luckiest team not just this year in football not just in the history of the nfl but maybe in the history of sports they're 12 and 3 they've won nine games by less than a touchdown they've outscored their opponents by five total points they're not good they're just lucky nobody believes in them nobody believes in kirk cousins uh luckiest team in sports feels strong so i'll fight you on that but i do not disagree totally with your point of them being a bit of a fraud. I don't believe in Kirk Cousins either. Uh, he's buoyed by maybe the best receiver in the league. And, uh, you know, nobody would like it. I feel like out of all of the playoff quarterbacks, like where are you taking Kirk Cousins? Like it probably should be higher because he always puts up numbers and, you know, he's got a playoff win too, but still nobody wants him as your QB. You're going to fight me if I tell you that the safest bet is to put your money on, wait for it, in the NFC. Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers with that defense and that coaching staff and the experience really on both sides of the ball. I think Frisco's the safest bet. You going to fight me? Uh, maybe the best defense in the league. You know, they got weapons all over the place, you know, get a little bit healthier too with some more guys coming back. Um, you know, I feel like that. I don't know if I could go with Mr. Irrelevant leading me on a deep playoff run, but uh, they are scary, dude. I'm not going to lie. I've uh, seen them pretty recently, which started this whole Dolphins tailspin. Uh, they are impressive. Our producer, Jake, is so cute out there in Philly with all of his. Ah, oh, Philly's the best, and Philly's going to do it, and Jalen Hurts is the MVP. Stop with all that. Come on. Jalen Hurts is not I the control MVP. the technology here. I'm going to bump myself in and say, oh, man. all right, yeah. win the bet, yes. BT. You're going to yes. lose your MVP, Sean, and the birds are going to win the Super Bowl. Okay, gentlemen, have, have, Jake, have a Jake, great Jake, show. Jake. No, Jake, wow. Jake, stay on the mic for a minute. Have you looked at the, like that? I, I'm not mad at you, Philly. Like, you're 13-2, and two, but you can't be serious with Jalen Hurts winning the MVP. Patrick Mahomes has that thing. Oh, I goodness. completely think if Jalen Hurts is able to play in one of these two last games, he's going to have a couple touchdowns and going to take that MVP. We love dogs. It's okay, Sean. Yeah, we love just making sure underdogs, even that stupid Kevin Hart commercial with the overdogs. My mother, that's what that's what upsets the dogs every time. Are you gonna fight me if I tell you that Wonder Boy still has a lot left in the tank? You gonna fight me? I'm not gonna fight you. You know, seeing him versus Kevin Holland, that's another that's an underrated one of one of the ones that could have been fight of the year. That fight was amazing. Now it was it was a cool gentleman's agreement between both of them because they didn't take each other down. Like Kevin Holland basically. It was like, you know what? I just want this to be such an entertaining fight. 
that were not going to go to the ground at all. Uh, both of them fighting that fight with with broken hands. It was like a martial. It was like a. It was like a martial arts movie, not a martial arts fight. And the right matchup, like if you're telling me it could be Wonder Boy versus Leon Edwards, maybe there could be some Twilight title run there by by Wonder Boy. I think he doesn't want to face wrestlers. We know that, and there are a lot of good ones in that division between Kamaru and Colby and Bilal. But even still, if he got the right type of matchups, yeah, I feel like I think Wonder Boy Wonder Boy can do some things. Oh, you're going to fight me if I tell you that uh, 2023 is the last time we're going to see the gorilla there until in the UFC. Uh, yeah, I'm going to fight you. It just feels like, first of all, the UFC has too many cards to put on that they'll always call a guy who's going to draw a crowd, who could talk well. I, I just feel like, and, and you know, before, before you know, things where he, where he got a little bit banged up, he was looking okay. Um. I do agree. Like, I don't, he's a bit of a tweener. I don't know what weight class he fights at. You know, he went blind making welterweight. Uh, He doesn't seem like he's big enough for middleweight. He uh, changed that tattoo on his arm. That was a girl. Now it's a gorilla, you know? So like, he looks, he looks completely, uh, he looks, he looks like a guy who is without a home right now, but I do think that he will still be on a UFC roster by this time next year. That's supposed to be a gorilla tattoo. I know it used to be a girl. I think it is. Like somebody vomiting it is. on his arm. That's a bad breakup, got- dude. If you have if you have a woman fa- uh, tattooed on your arm and you change her into a gorilla, it, she must have broken his heart. I don't know what the hell happened there, but you know that's 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 pretty rough. Yeah, but if you're gonna get a tattoo that bad, just chop your arm off. I mean, that thing is just that that is not good. <laughs> go, that's the go way it's, it's easily. Well, yeah, there's some bad ones in the UFC. That's got to be the worst. Um. All right, there's a guy that has some cool tattoos. He goes by the name of Sean O'Malley. You're going to fight me if I say he is going to have the belt wrapped around his waist in 2023. Man, that's a good question. Right away. We really don't know who's going to be against, but he's one fight away. And it might be a guy, if you think about it, like if he fights Aljo, I think, I think Sean comes in as an underdog, like a really slight underdog. Yeah, I want to. I want to be clear. Like, I think he is good enough to be champion. Will he do it? I'm gonna say no. I still think that I'd like to see him a little bit more at the highest stage. Um, especially, you know, what's it gonna be like? You know, more rounds pressed upon against it. I, I, I believe in his talent, but I do think that this division's so good that there still may be some more growing to do. I almost feel like let's see him on that stage. And even if he has to climb back one more time, I could see him getting back there. But I'm, I'm still, oh. I'm still a little bit unsold about the idea that he's going to be the guy by the end of the year. Dude, he's fought Cheeto Vera and Piotr Jan, two guys that spent at their weight classes. They were in the top five all year. Like it's not like he hasn't fought the dudes. And I get it. You could argue that he lost to both of them. I know that's going to well, be yes. the point. I mean, that is, that is, that is the point. I don't really like I don't feel like I need to counter anything of that that's kind of my point like I believe Sean O'Malley is talented enough to be champion I think uh, I think Corey Sandhagen's talented enough to be champion he's been this close it's a hard division and so I just think with him he's still young enough that okay if you're telling me in the 30s that's where Sean is going to be absolutely ready he's got every style down I think that this might be the time where maybe he gets there and is close but I don't know if he's going to be if he's going to be champ by any time this year. Brendan Tobin, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, going at it here. The segment's called 
you're going to fight me. You're going to fight me if I say it might not be 2023, but eventually we're going to get McGregor versus Diaz 3. I can't imagine at no point does some promotion, if not the UFC, figure out a way to give us. I mean, McGregor 1 and McGregor 2, in my opinion, are two of the, I don't know, five favorite fights that I've ever watched. How can we not see that a third time? Look, they've always promised that it's going to happen. So I think that they're not too old where time's not on your side. I just think the only thing that would give me pause and why I would fight you on it is I don't know what Conor McGregor we're getting back. I don't know how many more times he's going to do this. You know, he's super rich. He's coming off an injury that nobody seems to come back from in mixed martial arts in a good way or come back the same. Do you really want to see him like Anderson Silva just take loss after loss? We've already seemed like we're doing that with him. Does he, does he want to do that? Does he want to keep taking loss after loss? So, like, if he comes back and he wins his first fight, okay, maybe I'll believe it more, but I still am skeptical of that. And so I feel like if he loses his comeback fight this year, I think that might be the end for him. Well, then the promotion screwed it up royally because they made Nate wait a long time. They might as well made him wait a little bit longer. It ultimately, if it would have been a homicide, that made sense. But the fact that it ended up being Tony Ferguson, and they were on the fly at that point, so maybe they couldn't have done anything about it, but – if Nate's last fight is against in the very aging, losing five fights in a row, Tony Ferguson versus instead of Conor McGregor, then they just lost hundreds of millions of dollars. Like they didn't play that one right. Yeah, I mean, especially if Nate goes and loses to Jake Paul, like that could also be uh, that could also be something. Or if he ends up going to bare knuckle, who knows? I just think it, I think it's more on Connor. Like if you're asking, here's the thing: I think it's more on how many t- more times is Connor going to do this than Nate? I feel like Nate's Teflon. I, I think that he can come back at any time and the door is going to be open for him and the keys under the mat and all those things that you want to put there. It's more on how many more times does Connor want to fight? How successful is he coming back from this injury? That's what I question more. Cause I do believe Nate wants to kind of go get a payday. He doesn't want to necessarily have to wait for Connor and you know, whenever that does happen, okay, he comes back. No problem. No issues, but how much longer are we going to see Conor McGregor actively fight in mixed martial arts? If he looks great coming back, then yeah, you're going to, you're going to look smart there. But I just, I still have my doubts about that just because of the kind of injury he's returning from. Have they, but like, I haven't read the fine print. Have they both said that they're going to fight again in the octagon? Because the more you talk, the more I could see Nate actually being the guy that takes out Jake Paul and then Conor remembering how he made all of his money, which is in the boxing ring, not in the octagon and going, Hey, Nate. That was a terrible impression. Take that off on the on the podcast. It was it going, hey Nate. My bad. <laughs> but I, I, but I, I, so <laughs> I could I could see him at that point going, hey Nate, why don't we just box and make some more money and make that our trilogy? Like I don't want to see it, but that could happen. Well, but what do you think though? I get it. Like people always think that there's more money in boxing, but what do you think actually draws more pay-per-view? I think pay-per-view wise it's going to do more buys if it's a mixed martial arts fight than it is if it's a boxing match so i i I just feel like you might as well just do it with what people want to see which is them in a cage yeah i think ultimately they'd both make more money doing it in the boxing ring because that's what we've seen in the past like connor literally made what was it so he had made i want to say 40 million dollars at the time that he had fought floyd mayweather and then after that, he had $240 million in his bank account. So it's not even close when you talk about what you can make. I understand, but you're, that's the, the, big, the big element you're missing there is Floyd Mayweather. Like, people are oh, yeah. wanting to see him against 
the best boxer. Neither of them are boxers. So why would I? But like, you think more people are going to want to see them box than they would fight in a cage? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you still mad because I told you the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs? You still upset about think, that whole no, thing? You, don't lash out back at me. I just think it's a silly thing. Like you're just you're eliminating one of the biggest pay-per-view draws and also one of the best boxers being a reason they made a lot of money in boxing. I get it, dude. The Dolphins got off to a hot start, and you All guys right, thought you were going to make the playoffs, and the two was in the MVP race, and now reality is slapping you in the face like Nate Diaz. All right. Coming up next, we're going to tap out for the final time in 2022. Stay tuned. You're locked into the BetQL Network.